Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where entitled neighbors trespass into OP's property and use their pool. Our next Reddit post is from Agent Banana. So, for context, my father is really good at stocks, and he bought shares in the right places a while back. Later, the stocks blew up, making us rich. We moved to a good neighborhood in a house with a pool, and my dad bought a Jeep Wrangler and we're well off. Now, we have the best house in the neighborhood, one of four houses that actually have a pool. Right next to our house is a fairly small house with a very small backyard, and living in it is a family with three kids who are tenants. They are very entitled. The very first day of our pool being filled up, the neighbor parents helped their kids climb up the fence, did the same themselves, and started to use our pool. When me and my twin brother went to use the pool, we were shocked to see random people using our pool. We told our parents who rushed outside, and the conversation between them went as such. My dad said, Hello, can you please tell me who allowed you to use the pool? The neighbor dad said, Oh, we're good friends with the owner. He lets us use it when he isn't around. Oh, I must be mistaken because, as far as I can remember, we own this house. And he pulls out his keys. Well, you weren't using this when we got here, so you have to wait now. My dad said, Sir, the door is locked and there's no back door, so you probably climbed the fence, which is trespassing. I can get you arrested, so before this escalates, I suggest you leave. Well, you have no proof. My dad points to one of our security cameras. You were saying? The mother says, Ugh, just let the kids swim. They really want to. There's a community pool nearby. You can take your kids there. No, there's too many people there. Ma'am, sir, please leave or I will call the cops. Ugh, fine, we're leaving. We had to clean the pool again because the kids had wet dirt on their feet and one of the kids peed in the pool. How do we know that, you ask? Well, because he was standing outside the pool and he peed in it. We caught the whole thing on camera. Seriously unbelievable. Our next Reddit post is from German Warflower. I think that every female family member who's the youngest of the adult generation, or at least a teenager, can relate to this. Yesterday, we had kind of a big family function for the 80th birthday of my grandmother. My mother's younger sister was there with her kids, who are all preschool and elementary school age. I'm a 20-year-old female, and it's like every single time I was expected to watch her little demons while her mother can have some adult time. Don't get me wrong, I like her kids, but in small doses. And I can't understand why I have to do it since her effing husband was there. Since the weather was nice, we were having a barbecue in my grandmother's garden. It was nice. I saw some cousins of my generation. Some of them I haven't seen for years. So, since I had the next day off, I shared a beer with my cousins and caught up. Well then, my aunt came over and asked me why I dared to drink since I have to watch over her kids today since she needs some adult time. I asked her, what about your husband? And she gave me this whole sob story of, he worked all week, even though I did that too. I even hit overtime pay in the nursing home that I was working in. She said that it was her husband's day off. Again, it's my day off too. Even though he was literally standing next to my uncle, who was actually working the grill, and he was just sipping beer. So, I looked her dead in the eye and chugged the entire beer that I had just opened. <laughs> then, my brother, the saint that he is, took the empty bottle out of my hand and gave me a new one. 
I told her, I'm sorry, but I already drank. She left in a huff, and of course she told my mother and my grandmother, and of course my mom was upset with me because she's my aunt and blah blah blah. The only people on my side were my brother and my stepdad, who nearly pissed himself laughing when he heard what I did. Thanks for listening. Our next Reddit post is from Coley Kali. My mother called me selfish for wanting to be an organ donor and cremated when I die. My mother said this years ago. My brother passed away suddenly from cancer in 2019, 27 hours after being diagnosed. He was 37. It tore our family apart from the grief. It caused all of us to update our living wills and how we would like to be buried. I was close to my brother, so he told me what he wanted if he died four years ago. I planned his funeral and everything. My mother trusted me and was pleased of how I planned it. The day after his funeral, we were talking about how we wanted our bodies to be handled after death. I told her that I wanted to donate my organs and whatever is left, and I wanted to be cremated and most of my ashes scattered. If family wanted to keep some, they can. My mother asked me how she would visit my grave. I told her that I don't want to have a grave, and again, they can have some of my ashes and plan a funeral if they like. I don't care if I get a funeral or not, personally. Then she told me that it's a sin to not have your body intact when going into heaven. When I reminded her that I'm a non-believer, she started calling me selfish for putting a burden on her by making her think that I'm going to hell for my body not being intact and an atheist. She started calling me selfish for not having a grave for her and her family to visit, and selfish for not letting family keep all of my ashes. When I told her, my body, my choice, my mother started to cry and said, Well, if you die before me, I'll make sure that you have a grave. I don't care what you want. How could you be so self-absorbed? I felt bad and apologized. She said, Think about someone else for once. Do you know how selfish it is to want to pollute the environment with human remains? Yeah, I now know that I said nothing wrong, but at the time, I felt like a butthole for not letting my family visit my grave, so that's why I apologized. Since then, I wrote a living will because I can't trust my mother to handle my wishes. Recently, when the conversation steered to death and burial, I again repeated my wishes. My mother said, No, you're not. I'm not going to live the rest of my life thinking my daughter is in hell. I'll plan everything for you. Okay, Mom. Oh, jeez. What exactly is selfish about donating your organs to someone who needs it? Giving up your organs is quite possibly the single most selfless thing a person can can possibly do. And she's calling you selfish for saving other people's lives, huh? Our next Reddit post is from Art in the Garage. So, I have a distant friend. She's a friend of a friend of a friend type deal. She has three kids, I have three cats. Her kids are enrolled in a camp very close to my house. Pick up for the camp is at 4 p.m. The line for picking up the kids is at 3 p.m. Yeah, it can take a really long time to pick up kids at that camp. A big old line of cars form up every day to get the kids. It's a bit chaotic. This friend of a friend has been using her lunch breaks to fetch the kids from camp. Sometimes the traffic is so bad that she's late getting back to work. I'm not sure if she takes the kids with her to work or drops them off someplace, but the situation at work is getting dicey. Her boss is sick of her coming back late. Now, I live very close to this camp. My house is on the pick-up-your-kid parade route that these parents are on. Oh, and there are some angry humans waiting to get into that school for those kids. Mark my words. My friend of a friend has come up with a brilliant idea. In her eyes, anyway. 
She asked me to go get her kids for her, all three of them. She would like me to take them back to my house, give them a snack or something, and wait for her to pick them up. She thinks it'll be much easier to fetch them from my house than from camp since she has to drive into the camp and I can really walk there. I said no. I'm not a babysitter. I'm not a nanny. I'm an artist. I have a job. Yeah, I work from home, but I have a job. I'm not watching three kids under the age of 10 for unknown hours and have to provide snacks for them as well. She said that she would pay me 20 bucks to fetch the kids. I said, no, I already have 20 bucks, so I'm good. She did not find this funny, but I sure did. She tells me that she's a single mom trying to do her best. It takes a village. You're so close to camp, so why can't you just do this favor for me? I said, because that's not a favor, that's a job. I already have a job. I work from home. I'm an artist. Also, I don't know your kids. I barely know you. I'm not watching three stranger kids for anyone. That's just how the cookie crumbles. Well, she's unhappy. Very, very unhappy. She puts her next plan into motion. Send in the mommy group. She gets my friend and a few other friends to email and call me. Nothing like a good mommy wagon train to circle around with. Except that doesn't work either. You see, I'm not in high school, so this whole peer pressure thing no longer applies to my life. I don't care if they like me or not. Also, I'm not a human mommy, I'm a fur baby mommy. Other fur baby mommies don't care about such things. We're a super laid back group in general. We have a you pick up your kid's poop and I'll pick up my kid's poop policy. The mommy group made some big points with me. One, how easy it would be for me to go get the kids from the camp. Two, I could do arts and crafts with the kids until mom came and got them. Three, I wouldn't be lonely during the day because I would have kids to play with. And four, it would be a nice thing to do for a single mom who's struggling with the situation right now. These are all really interesting points, which have absolutely no impact on me. Arts and crafts with the kids? Are you for real? I don't do arts and crafts. I sell art for a living. I'm not a freaking Michaels. The kids can't help, I don't want them to, and my studio some days is a full-on wreck. I can't even let the cats in there on those days. Plus, that single mommy with three kids is driving a new BMW. Perhaps she should have gotten a more economical car and a professional nanny. I reminded all of them that if it was so easy to do this, then they can get the kids from the camp. Hell, park in my dang driveway if you need to, ladies. Then you can walk in and grab the kids and take them to your house for arts and crafts. Plus, my friend of a friend will pay you $20 for your trouble. I'm not sure if that pay is for the week or for the day, but who cares? It's like printing money at that point. All they have to do is provide the snacks and wait for her to claim the kids. But despite my truly funny reply, it's not getting a single laugh from the mommy group. In fact, I only got stunned silence and I think cricket sounds. I'm just not hitting my target audience with this humor. Well, it took a while for my friend of a friend to see that I'm not willing to provide childcare for 20 bucks for the sake of the village. Sadly, my friend of a friend mommy is still racing to get her kids from camp. Turns out the mommy group folks are just too busy to fetch the kids for her too. Bummer, I know. I thought that it would be so easy for them since they made such good points about picking them up. Life moves on, the camp is still swinging, and the parade of cars grows longer and slower every day. Then OP posted an update. 
I just had this happen today. I was chilling inside my house, sitting on my couch and binging YouTube. You can see me from my living room window if you're in the parade of cars picking up their kids from camp. Just then, I get an angry text on my phone. I thought you said that you were working, too busy to get kids. It looks like you're just sitting there doing nothing but watching TV. What the hell is the matter with you? Why can't you be a better friend? Oh my god, it's a friend of a friend. Neato. To which I answer, I am working. I'm drawing on my iPad. I'm an artist. I can do that. Gee, ain't my work grand. I'm too busy to get your kids. And it looks like I'm watching TV because I am watching TV. Today's video is Dancing Bacon Street Fair in Malaysia. Cool. I highly recommend it. And I hurt my back, so that's what the hell's wrong with me. But thanks for asking. And I can't be a better friend because I don't want to pick up your kids. I feel like if we got closer and communicated more, I would be obligated to fetch your babies. You do see how my way is more convenient. For me. I could tell she started typing to me because I saw that little ellipses indicating that she was typing, and I wrote, Are you sitting in the car outside my house right now? And then, after a slight pause, yes, I slowly turn around with a big old wine glass in my hand. I smile. I wink. I lift the glass. I text, cheers. She was not amused. Still no laughs. I think that I must be losing my touch. Are you laughing, dear reader? And yeah, she does know that I'm on Reddit. So, hi, if you're reading this, thanks for making me laugh today. Opie, I think tomorrow, when you enjoy your YouTube videos and glass of wine, you should probably grab a chair, sit down on your front lawn, and enjoy the show. Our next Reddit post is from Chaos King. So this happened a few weeks ago. I stopped at a local comic book shop to pick up a hardback copy of The Last Ronin. For those who aren't familiar with the book, it's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle story where three of the brothers have been killed. The surviving brother is on a mission to avenge their deaths. So as I'm taking the book to the counter to buy it, these two kids, a boy and a girl about five and seven years old, see the book and ask their parents for a copy. So, as I'm speaking with the cashier, their father approaches me. Excuse me, my kids were interested in the book that you have. Are there any more copies? Yeah, there is one more, but this specific book is pretty violent for kids their age. You'd probably be better off buying them a different title. The mother, who joined the conversation, said, It's Ninja Turtles. I'm pretty sure my kids can handle characters from a Nickelodeon show. Yeah, but this book is more in the tradition of the original comics from the 80s. It's fine. Just show me where the book is. Okay, it's right on that shelf, but I warned you. So I continue talking with the cashier as the family sits down to look through the book. All of a sudden, we start hearing crying from both kids as they're seeing their favorite heroes on the half shell meet their doom. The father tries to console the kids while the mother angrily approaches the counter. What is this? Ninja Turtles are supposed to be for kids. But after seeing this book, they'll never be able to look at turtles the same. This book just ruined my kid's favorite cartoon for them. The cashier said, Ma'am, we tried to warn you that these weren't the Nickelodeon turtles that your kids like, and I even suggested a more family-friendly title for you, but you insisted on that one. You shouldn't be selling these books in the first place. And with that, she demanded the cashier let them have two different books free of charge as an apology for the emotional stress that her kids had to deal with. The cashier said, I'm sorry, ma'am, but you were warned about the book. I can't just give you something for free because your kids are crying. 
Besides, you didn't even purchase that book. Hearing that, the mother started freaking out, but she stopped when the cashier threatened to call the cops. She muttered something about getting people together to boycott the store till it gets shut down. Then she stormed out. As of today, the store is doing just fine. I guess that boycott didn't quite go as planned for her. That was our slash entitled parents. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.